Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue in the book of Matthew's account of the Sermon on the Mount. The so-called golden rule is the centerpiece of our passage today. There were many such sayings before this one by Jesus. The difference between these versions of the golden rule and what Jesus said in Matthew 7:12 is one or both of two aspects. The first aspect is that most other versions are stated negatively rather than positively as if the primary emphasis is on avoiding certain things. Secondly, the other versions tend to be oriented primarily toward doing what is best for your own self-interest. Please listen to Pastor Jim as we uncover today's slice of the message entitled, The Golden Rule. Now thirdly, the conclusion, the golden rule. Verses 7 through 11 form a perfect bridge between those rather stern commands of verses 1 through 6 and this beautiful, positive command that we have to obey now. We've come to call it the golden rule. It's verse 12 of Matthew chapter 7. In everything, stop there, the Greek means everything, all right? There is no relationship with another person in which this doesn't apply, okay? That's pretty easy. In everything, therefore, oh my goodness, there's a therefore. You're not understanding the golden rule if you're extracting it from any sort of connection to anything else. In everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want them to treat you, for this is the law and the prophets. Now, in the way that I was taught the golden rule as a child... I recognized right away it's a good thing. It's a good idea to live that way. But the point was that if I lived that way, it would be better for me. People would treat me better. Now, that's true in general, but only in general. Understand, in chapter 7, Jesus is not unsaying what He said in chapter 5. If, if you, if, blessed are you when people um, persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely on account of me. He has promised that there will be persecution for living the right way. And now he has the audacity to say living the right way is to treat other people the way you want them to treat you. You won't always be getting exactly what you want from that other person. You won't always be treated well in that way. You will be mocked. You will be persecuted. That doesn't mean that it isn't the best way to live. You understand that? Not everyone will treat you well, no matter how well you treat them. But if you treat others kindly, if that is the pattern of your life, if you treat other people the way you would like them to treat you, you're going to have more friends than if you didn't. You're going to have a happier life than if you go around abusing people and treating them badly. 
God built that in to the world of mankind. He's the one who designed the principle, you reap what you sow. You know, if, you, um, if you've gone out to your garden and you've gotten a, a terrible crop of potatoes, none of them turned out right. And in fact, you planted only corn, we know what the problem was. Okay, you do reap what you sow. And then God extends that principle in Galatians chapter 6. If you sow, sow to the flesh corruption, you will, reap, uh, you will reap damnation. I didn't quote that anywhere near correctly, but it's a pretty good verse. Galatians chapter 6. Um, this version of the golden rule is different from all the others, which are stated negatively, where this one is positive, and They're selfish. Jesus did not say, treat other people well, just so that they will treat you well. Notice he says, in everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want them to treat you. He doesn't say, and you'll get more good treatment. He says, for this is the law and the prophets, and there is the key to understanding the divine purpose of the golden rule. Don't just treat people well when there's a good chance that they will be able to reciprocate. Treat people well because it's the right thing to do. Treat people well because when you do that, that's how you show that you love God. You are becoming a, a, an illustration of what Jesus is like. Therefore, uh, do good to all men, also Galatians 6, especially to those who are of the household of God. People should be able to look how Christians see Christians and say, wow, look how much they love one another. I want to be part of that group. That is a, that's part of our testimony. But individually, we also want to treat other people the way we would like to be treated whether or not anything comes back our way by way of good treatment. That's how you show that you love God. It's the right thing to do. Now, I suppose that giving in order to get something is probably better than not giving at all. But at the core of the motives of the heart, giving in order to get something is not, nothing more than sanctified selfishness. We do this because this is the law and the prophets. Now, let me unpack that for just a moment and we'll be done. You're familiar with the incident over in Matthew chapter 22, verses uh, 35 through 40. One of them, a lawyer, uh, does not mean a person who practices law. This would be one of the scribes, one of the uh, self-proclaimed experts in the law of God. One of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. Remember, this is designed to trip up Jesus. He says, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And you probably know the background to that. The the scribes and the Pharisees not only believed all the details of the law of God, they added hundreds and hundreds more. People were 
buried under the weight of, of law-keeping because they were taught that works righteousness system, that these people believed that in themselves they were righteous because they obeyed all the do's and don'ts. And that's, what, that's why Jesus said that you, had, you need a righteousness that, <clears throat> that far surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, or you won't even enter the kingdom of heaven. You need a whole different system whereby you don't conjure up your righteousness, you don't earn your own merit, you receive what God gives you as a, as a free gift. That's the message of, uh, of the gospel. So he asked Jesus, which is the great commandment of the law? The reason for that question is they believed that, understanding in reality, nobody could carefully keep all of those rules. So they believed if you could figure out what's the most important one and you worked really hard at that one, God might sort of give you some slack on the rest of them. Completely missing the point that you must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. So his question, teacher, which is the great commandment of the law? And it was a test. It was a trap. But on this one occasion, Jesus actually took him seriously and answered the question directly. And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. But he didn't stop there. He went on. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. Did you see that last sentence? On these two commandments depend the whole law and prophets. Does that sound like anything you've heard recently? As in, for this is the law and the prophets? The purpose of the golden rule is to give you a quick and easy basis for deciding on the fly, in any situation, like it says, in everything, how you might react under pressure. The, the golden rule is a corollary to love your neighbor as yourself. If you're in a situation, maybe you're frustrated, maybe you're confused, maybe you've been attacked, maybe you're, you're unnerved, you're, you're sleep-deprived, you're at your wit's end, and you don't have time to, to, to call a timeout and get your Bible and your concordance and go spend an hour seeking what to know what to do. Here's how you can get a really good start on going the right direction. Just think of how much you love yourself and how much you would like that other person to treat you in a certain way. That's a great place to start when deciding how anybody else wants to be treated. So the golden rule or the two great commandments is like the, the Cliff's Notes version of your Bible. What was, what was the Bible? What were the Scriptures to them in those days? Well, it was the Law and the Prophets. That was one of the ways they summarized the totality of the Old Testament. Another way you could summarize the totality of the Old Testament is to take the Ten Commandments. The first four of them are summarized with... Um, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Those first four commandments are all about you in relationship to God. The second six or the last six of the commandments is 
summarized by, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So just ask yourself, how would I like to be treated if this situation was reversed? If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.